Welcome to Ikoyi Baptist Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast services. Listen and be blessed. I bring you greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Today, the Lord will be speaking to us on the topic, Hope in Troubled Times, gleaning from the life of Noah. Shall we pray? Our Father will thank you because... We have come to that point when you want to speak to us. Particularly at this time that our world is troubled and perplexed. My desire is that you will take this word from my hand and from my mouth. And you will speak to your people. Give someone hope today. Settle the trouble in the heart of someone today. And speak expressly. Not only to the immediate hearers, but to those that this message will be a blessing to. Send this word of assurance that there is hope, even in our troubled times. In Jesus' name. I'd like to take my reading from the book of Genesis chapter 8, and I'll read verse 1. Genesis chapter 8, verse 1. And God remembered Noah and every living thing. And all the animals that were with him in the ark. And God made a wind blow over the land. And the waters sank down and abated. If you look at the scripture we just read, you can identify five things that the Lord did. Number one, the Lord remembered Noah. Can I say to someone that the Lord will remember you? I don't know what you are going through. I don't know what present situation troubles your hearts beyond the general challenge that we face as a people all over the world. The Lord will remember you. Beyond the Lord remembering Noah, you can also see from that scripture that the Bible says he did not only remember him, but every living thing and all animals that were with him in the ark, he remembered them. So the Lord will not only remember you, the second thing the Lord will do is that he's going to remember your household. There shall be no loss. You will not lose any member of your family. You will not lose any property. Everything connected to you, the Lord will remember. The third thing the Lord did was that the Bible said, and God made a wind blow over the land. And for me, it shows that there's going to be a mighty turnaround that will be orchestrated by God himself. The Lord will send his wind and it will turn around every circumstance that is unpalatable. Call it COVID-19. Call it anything. The Lord will send his wind and it will turn around every situation that speaks against your well-being. The fourth thing the Lord did was that the Bible says the waters sank down. By the special grace of God, this siege shall come to an end. The siege will come to an end. And that's the fourth thing the Lord did. And the fifth, the Bible says, and it abated. It did not only come to an end, but it subsided. So I decree concerning you, listening to me, that the challenge that you are facing at the moment, when it comes to an end, other attending issues around it will also go down. You know, our world is faced with the pandemic caused by COVID-19. 
But you know, the challenge we are facing at the moment is not only a health issue. Soon after this issue, we are also going to be faced with economic hardship. We are going to be faced with a lot of social vices, political upheaval. All these are challenges that we are going to face as a people. But the Lord is saying that I will not only sink the waters. The Bible says I will cause it to be abated. So after the challenge of COVID-19, I speak to you in the name of Jesus. All the attending issues that may not become a problem will not be your lot in Jesus' name. Will you permit me lead you through certain thoughts as we look at the life of Noah? The flood in the days of Noah was visited with nonchalance by the people of his time. Noah warned them that the flood was coming, but the people did not take heed to the thing he was saying to them. Seriously, they did not pay attention. Why? Because rain had not fallen at the time, let alone a flood. So they disregarded the warning, continued in their busy lives, and neglected the call to survive. Is that situation real with us today as a people? Have we experienced this kind of plague before as a nation? No. Has our world been subjected to this total lockdown and shutdown in our history? Yes. At least something like that happened some time back, about 100 years ago. Did nations of the world pay careless and less than serious attitude to the warnings of, our, of this impending danger? Can I say the answer is yes. Are we gradually being swept away by this flood of a plague? I think the answer is yes. Then, what must be our response in times like this? Let us look at the life of Noah and borrow a leaf from his own approach. The first thing Noah did could be found in Genesis chapter 6, verse 14. The Bible says, Noah built an ark. Can I, tell, can I tell somebody now that the Lord is calling our attention to build him an ark? The instruction is clear. To survive this flood, build an ark. The ark is the symbolic representation of God's presence. The ark can be likened to God's carefully guided provision and construction to keep the people from the global destruction of their time. The ark is a sharp reminder of our growing need for God's presence. If there is any time in our history that we need God, it is now. If there is any time we need God more than ever before, it is now. At times like this, we need a place where we can meet with God. We need God more than now, more than ever before. Everyone that found themselves in the ark in the days of Noah, all of them survived the flood. They that dwell in the secret place of the Most High, the Bible says they shall dwell and abide under the shadow of the Almighty. According to Psalm 91 and verse 1, never let the mightiness of this pandemic dissuade you from seeing the almightiness of God. Build an ark. Have the presence of God always with you. Number two, believe God. He is in control. In Genesis chapter 7 verse 16, the Bible says, And they, and they that entered, male and female of all flesh, went in as God had commanded Noah. 
and the Lord shut him in and closed the door round about him. Can I tell somebody now to relax? God has formed an, an hedge around you and he has you well covered. In quietness and in confidence, the Bible says, shall be our strength. According to Isaiah chapter 30 and verse 15, the Bible says, be still and know that I am God. Psalm 46 verse 10. Can I tell you something? That the Israelites were so afraid when the army of Pharaoh marched towards them. Fear gripped their hearts. And Moses quieting them. He told them to be still. He told them, go forward. He told them, the Egyptians you see today, you shall see them no more. This account can be found in Exodus chapter 14. Can I say to somebody, be still? Can I say to somebody, go forward? Can I say to somebody, the troubles and the COVID-19, you see today, you shall see no more. Please be calm and believe God. This pandemic you see today, you shall see no more. This is not the time to get overly worried with the infodemic flying around our world. All I need you to do and to know is that the pandemic is enough for us to worry about. It interests me that God did not saddle Noah with the responsibility of locking the ark. All God needed Noah to do was to get into the ark. I will lock it myself. The sec our security is not in our hands. But it's in God's hand. God is locking us up to create room for everyone and to ensure that we all are secured. If Noah was to lock the ark, can I tell somebody, the moment the cheetah, the lion, the leopard entered, Noah would have locked the ark. But God knew the tortoise was coming. God knew the snail was coming. God knew the ant was coming. So God told Noah, you enter, I will lock it from the outside. And I'd like to announce to somebody, that God is in control. Don't trouble yourself in this matter. Believe God. He is in control. Number three, bind yourself to God's instructions. In Genesis chapter 6, verses 13 to 16, the Bible says, And God said to Noah, I intend to make an end of all flesh, for though men, for true men, the land is filled with violence, and behold, I will destroy them and the land. Make yourself an ark of gopher or cypress wood. Make in it rooms and cover it inside and out with pitch. And this is the way you are to make it. The length of the ark shall be 100 cubits, its breadth 50 cubits, its height 30 cubits. That is 40, 450 feet by 75 feet by 45 feet. You shall make a roof or window, a place for lights, for the ark and finish it to a cubit, at least 18 inches above. And the door of the ark you shall put in the side of it and you shall make it with lower, second and third stories. In Genesis chapter 5, 7 verse 5, the Bible says, And Noah did all that the Lord commanded him to do. You know, as I look at just this scripture we read, I, I sense in my spirit somebody saying, why, 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 What was the relationship of all this scripture to what you are saying? You know, right now, every one of us needs to be calm and pay attention to those things we feel are not necessary 
and pay attention to details. In times like this, we need to hear clear and precise instruction to guide us. The Bible says in Hosea chapter 4 verse 6, My people perish for lack of knowledge. Proverbs 11:14. In the multitude of counsel, there is safety. The governments are worried. The medical people have advised. The governments have equally warned. The churches have counseled. Please stick to their instructions. If there is a time to be 100% obedient to God's word, I guess that time is now. Go into the ark. Take the animals two by two. Build according to specifications. It is time to move into the ark. These were instructions that God gave Noah. He adhered to them and he survived the flood. If Noah had not built to specifications, I can assure you it is possible he would have sunk with the ark. Even after building, if he had refused to go into the ark, and more importantly, at the time the Lord commanded him to, he would have perished with the others. The instruction to keep us safe are simple. Maintain social distancing. Go into your house for a moment and shut yourself in. Wash your hands with soap and water as regularly as you can. Use hand sanitizers where you can afford them. Do not use your hand to, your, to touch your mouth, your nose, your eye. Try and remain hydrated. Simple instructions. Keep them for your safety. Keep them. Right now, I find Numbers chapter 31 verses 48 and 49 very instructive. You know what the Bible says? The Bible says, And the officers who were over the thousands of the army, the commanders of thousands and hundreds, came to Moses. They told him, Your servant has counted the warriors under our command. And not one man of us is missing. Do you want to survive this time? Who is your commander? On whose command are you taking your authority? Who is making command and who are you listening to? Do you have a commander over your life? Everyone that survived the war in the days of David, they were men who were obedient and loyal to the command of their commanders. Bind yourself to God's instruction. Number four, a big stop. I sense strongly in my heart that there's going to be a big stop very soon. Sooner than later, there's going to be a big stop. In Genesis chapter 8 and verse number 4, the Bible says, On the 17th day of the seventh month, the ark came to rest on the mountains of Ararat. Oh my God. I sense strongly that there's going to be a big stop sooner than later. This pandemic will soon hit a rock. The Bible calls Jesus the rock of ages. He is a rock of offense that causes men to stumble. And I sense strongly that he's going to hit the rock. And Jesus is going to stop it. Stop it. How he will do it, I can't tell. But I know his word is sure. And it cannot be broken. This pandemic will soon come to an end. But what is that thing in your life that you need to stop? What is that issue in your life that requires to be stopped? Before it stops you. Can I tell you, if you don't stop it, it may stop you. Stop whatever it is you are doing that will make you sink with the ark. Because this is the time for us to have sober reflection, think about our life, and make necessary adjustments. But will it interest you if I tell you that there are certain things that God is calling our attention to? 
Can you can you not imagine? Can you imagine how the ark stopped when it hit Mount Ararat? Can you imagine that he hit Mount Ararat and it did not go down? Can I tell you somebody that one major destroyer of sheep on the sea are icebergs? Sailors avoid them as much as possible. The Titanic hit the ice and it sank. The moment it hit the ice, it sank. But will it interest you to know what happened before Titanic went on its first voyage? Those who built it, when, the, when Titanic was to go for its first voyage, the people said, I want to welcome you to the biggest ship because it was the biggest ship ever made by man. They said, come and enter Titanic, the ship that even God cannot sink. God did not need to sink Titanic. Iceberg, ice block sank it. But when the ship that God built hit the rock, it stood. Can I tell you that there's going to be a big stop? And that stop can only be brought about by God. God will bring this to a stop. Finally, number five, brace up for God's remembrance. In Genesis chapter 8 and verse number 1, the Bible says, And God remembered Noah and every living thing and all the animals that were with him in the ark. And God made a wind blow over the land, and the waters sank down and abated. God remembered him. If God does not remember us, we shall all perish with time. I know that this affliction will not be forever. It will certainly come to an end. The siege will not be forever. God will remember us like he remembered his people in mercy in time past. He brought them out of their lockdown. He will bring us out of our lockdown. The siege will not be forever. I can assure someone that God will remember us. Like he remembered his people in mercy, he will remember us. Can I tell you this? That he brought them out, so he will also bring us out. I'd like you to know that this could be God's ultimate plan and ultimate agenda to remember us and bring us out of our earthly mystery and usher us into eternity. The end of all things is at hand. The second coming of Jesus is closer than you can ever imagine. I'd like us to think about our life and breeze up for God's remembrance. So I can, I can assure someone here that the first thing the Lord wants us to do is to build an ark, create a presence around you. And the presence I'm talking about is the presence of God. Number two, believe God because he is in control. Number three, bind yourself to God's instruction. Number four, wait for the big stop. And number five, brace up for God's remembrance. Shall we pray? Father, thank you for speaking to us. We ask that your blessing will rest upon us. You will bring hope to our dying world. Send hope all over the world. Let it be felt all over the seven continents of the world. And let there be hope that only you can bring. Change our world and bring hope. We declare that our world is in need of a savior. And you are that savior. Let Jesus be preached far and wide all over the continents of the world and let there be hope for someone who is dying and in despair. I ask that, Father, you visit us in ways that we cannot imagine or fathom. To you be the glory. 
Thank you for hearing us pray. We give you all the glory because we know you are God and you are good. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen and amen. We hope you were blessed. Ikoi Baptist Church is a Bible-believing church located at 5 to 7 Latif Jackandir Road in Ikoi of Lagos State, Nigeria. You can find us on Facebook at Ikoi Baptist Church or reach the church directly via phone at 0163-20485 and 0163-20486. For more information, please visit the church website at www.ikoibaptistchurch.org.